podcast number 17. Happy marriage? Say yes more often. Guess what? A former student told her teacher when she dropped by one day. I'm going to have a baby. Congratulations on your wonderful news, exclaimed the teacher, knowing the student had graduated and was now happily married. A few minutes later, in walked a current student of his, a 17-year-old junior. Guess what, she told him. I'm going to have a baby. Oh, he exclaimed, I'm so sorry. How different was his reply this time to the same announcement? What made the difference? It's all about timing. God gives us the gift of procreation, but expects us to use it at the right time with the right person, a gift to love and cherish each other and bring life into the world at the right time, so that each baby has a loving father and mother of their own that they should be entitled to. Isn't it wonderful to share love with a marriage partner you can trust and give your whole soul? Some may have been raised to think that sex is bad. It may be hard to suddenly change from thinking sex is bad to sex is good after marriage. Think about it like this. The Parable of the Oranges First picture a conveyor belt. Moving along it are rows of oranges riding the conveyor belt, each orange representing the conception of a new soul. Halfway down the conveyor belt, picture a wedding arch, representing marriage. A couple walks alongside the conveyor belt. Before they reach this arch, the oranges are stamped bad, bad, bad. And after the marriage arch, they're stamped good, good, good. This scenario is faulty. Now picture the same conveyor belt and the same oranges. Now each are labeled good, good, good from the start. But the couple who is walking alongside it chooses not to touch the oranges. Later, after the wedding arch, there stands the Savior by the conveyor belt, handing each of them an orange as his gift to them. To me, that is the right way to look at intimacy. Always good, but saved for after marriage and only for each other. I was introduced to this concept at Education Week many years ago. Sex is a wonderful miracle that brings two people together to start a new life. But it is more than that. Sex is also an exercise in loving a person who is yours to love forever and always. Helping your partner to feel good about themselves an expression of acceptance and true love. Jeffrey R. Holland called intimacy a physical symbol of becoming one in unity and love. So intimacy in a marriage is an exercise in giving and building each other, and at times loving your darling even more than yourself. Your marriage is only as good as your intimacy, maintained marriage counselor Heslop. So say yes more often. The way I understand Women often feel they must wait until everything is just right and the stars line up to be ready for intimacy and feel that everything is just right. And men feel that everything is just right and the stars do line up whenever there is intimacy because of it. In a marriage, partners are not always ready for intimacy at the same time. Biorhythms are different. Intimacy is loving someone so much that you use self-control and agency to save yourselves for each other and give yourself to your beloved when both you and the other are ready 
Of course, a little coaxing is just fine. When you don't feel like it, you are perhaps showing more unselfish love to say yes anyway, and beside to show how much you love and sacrifice for your beloved. Jake and Ashley found the best thing for their marriage was to schedule their intimacy. Setting up a time that works well for both gives each a chance to be ready and be on the same page. Is it almost Thursday? I'm sure looking forward to being with you, each might say. One absolute truth to keep in mind, don't ever say anything negative about your sweetheart during sex. It's not the time for corrections or observations unless they are totally positive. If you think your spouse could could lose a little weight, for example, don't say it then. Chances are very good they already realize that fact and don't need a reminder, nor do they need self-consciousness or self-doubt. All that is said during the special time must build and be complimentary. Keep intimacy aligned with positive vibes and remarks so it can remain loving and lifting to both. Yes, do communicate. Talking about what feels good or what is uncomfortable is imperative for a sweet positive experience each time. It's all about coming together and being unified in love enough to care about the other as you do yourself. Here's an experience you could try. It's a 10-second kiss. Yes, time it. See how you both feel about such a kiss. According to Heslop, a long kiss could be a catalyst to more marital joy. Physical love is an adventure, a road to finding comfort and meeting needs of two very different people who want to give themselves. Think about saying yes to your beloved more often and see what joy you will find in your marriage, giving all of you to your true love. And don't forget afterward to sincerely thank your dearest for sharing. What if intimacy is just not working out for the two of you? Try to see the other's point of view. With your kindest, most understanding voice, talk about things. Give the other reassurance that you really want to make them happy and both work toward the same goal. Bring God into the equation. Quote, Let the affections of thy heart be placed upon the Lord forever. That's found in Alma 37 in the Book of Mormon. Let God help you find solutions that fit the needs of both. Let the Lord help you know the best way to love. With patience, dedication, your love will grow, and your intimacy will as well. If you need to, talk with a clergyman or a marriage therapist. Hey, it's your marriage, and you and your sweetheart's happiness is worth it.